Hey folks, Josh here with an oddly timed recording. It is Sunday, as per usual, October the 29th, but usually I record this much earlier in the day. Long story short, couldn't get it recorded earlier in the day. So here I am, if you're watching on YouTube, a little darker than normal in the background. Apologies for the terrible lighting. It's about 8.30 at night. I just wasn't able to record it earlier like I usually like to, so... Please, if you're watching on YouTube, excuse the awkwardly dark and weird lighting. You might be able to hear music in the background, because we have some folks playing loud music, but anyways. Another week gone by. It was a busy one. It was a friggin' hectic week in a good way. Long story short is we onboarded our new sales hire this week. It went really well. was very happy about it. It's just tough to onboard, right? But to, to do onboarding effectively, I think. We've now, we've now hired a few times. And to do onboarding effectively and provide the right support and all that kind of stuff, it just takes time. And that's totally fine, right? Because I think when, if you're going to hire for any type of company, there's obviously going to be, you know, the first few months, maybe depending on the role, at least the first couple weeks and maybe the first couple months, you're going to have to do a little bit more training, more handholding, all that kind of stuff. And then you hope that after that first couple months of onboarding, uh, as the employee or whoever starts to take on more and more responsibility on their own, then everything else in the company starts to move quicker, right? So especially if you are wearing that CEO hat or, you know, you are the business owner, Think about it as after those first couple months of onboarding and handholding and that person learns to spread their wings and fly, so to speak, then the entire company can get a lot more done than it had been doing previously, right? That's the idea. At least if you hire somebody good, and I think we did, so I'm feeling really good about it. Um, so yeah, basically doing everything that you were doing before hiring and then doing some onboarding. And then the benefit is, so we were hiring in sales. And so the good thing is, now that he's up and running and, and starting to do a good job, it means we're starting to fill up our calendars with demos and you know potential new clients and stuff like that. So we're already seeing some uptick, which is awesome. Really excited. I'm feeling good about the hire. I'm feeling good about where we're going with Visto. And already got a very hectic, I'm looking at my calendar right now, like beginning of this week is going to be hectic. Um, and that's totally fine, right? Hectic in a good way. Demos partnership calls, um, onboarding calls with new clients that we booked from last week. So all that stuff's good, right? It's just, it's interesting once you start going from like zero to one in terms of employees or one to two, two to three, whatever, it's uh, the hat that you're wearing or the hats that you're wearing really start to shift a little bit, right? Going from like quote unquote solopreneur to entrepreneur or going from tech co-founder when you're just working with other co-founders to now onboarding other employees that aren't co-founders. We're also currently recruiting for another developer, so software developer, which means Alex, our CTO, is a little bit busier doing interviews for that role, right? So everything's a trade-off, right? And it basically, I guess the way you think about it is it's going to take a little bit more time and effort up front. And then once you train and onboard, the company as a whole, the ship will be moving that much faster, right? Because you'll have more people, obviously, doing more stuff. Now, the exciting part is that on my end, uh, part of why I wanted to get this hiring and onboarding done so quickly is I'm actually going on vacation at the, you know, 
two-thirds of the way through November. So the goal here is up until now I've been doing all of our demos and selling and so our hope is now our new sales hire will get trained up within the next few weeks and be able to take on some of those demos while I'm away right for the two weeks. So that'll be really exciting. Basically what I'm trying to do is uh, I'm getting I'm actually getting married November 18th. So fun fact, especially if you've been following my content for a long time, whether it be podcast, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Pretty exciting personal moment in my life, and then we're going on a two-week honeymoon after that. So it's kind of like interesting, I don't want to say pressure, but we want to have somebody leveled up to handle all the client demos when I'm gone, right? So that'll be in about two and a half weeks. So I think that'll be plenty of time because our new hire is learning really quick. So I think he'll be ready to go by the time I leave. And it'll also allow me to enjoy the time off a little bit more because, uh, you know, business owners, even when you go on holiday, you do, you are able to relax if you do it properly, relax, recharge and all that kind of stuff. But it's still always on your mind, right? And, and you just, it feels better when you go away knowing that you're, you're confident in what you've left behind, you know what I mean? So you know everyone's fully capable of handling what might come in. You know that there's no worst case thing that's really, you know, there's no fire that's gonna blow up and ruin the whole thing, right? You have the right people, you have the right processes, you have the right systems in place. Worst case, they can email me, they can text me, whatever, whatever. So in, in that regard, I'm really gonna put my head down for the next two and a half, three weeks, work hard, um, get a nice little boost, right? Hopefully push hard, add an extra, you know, handful or two or more maybe of clients and then just have the company in a really good place before I go away so that I can be happy, I can be excited about our recent progress and about future progress. And just knowing that the team we have on the ground here while I'm gone is just going to be super, you know, in, in good shape, right? So anyways, that's what's kind of been going on on the on the business side of things. And it's it's kind of it's kind of nice shifting from just the two of us, Alex and I, to three and then potentially four or five people over the next month or two. And um, having a slightly bigger team is just kind of fun, right? Now, obviously, depending on where you're at or depending on what you might want to do, you might be in the mode where you just want to be solopreneur, right? And I feel like maybe one day I'll get back to that point too. But right now I'm really excited to keep growing the team and just work with other motivated people, right? Alex, my co-founders, you know, smart, motivated guy, and we work really well together. Our new hire that just started last week seems to be along the exact same lines, right? Smart, motivated, hardworking, uh, thoughtful, you know, strategic um, in that sense. And so... I don't know, you, you just you get you get more of that like family type vibe when you have a group of people working on the same mission, the same vision, and you have more people in your in your corner, you know what I mean, so to speak. Theoretically speaking, of course. So can't complain. All that stuff has been really good. Again, gonna try and really put my head down and grind for the next two and a half weeks before we have about two little over two about two and a half weeks off. Um, so there will be a couple more episodes of this weekly vlog and podcast, and then I'll probably be off for about two, three weeks, but I'll let you know in my uh, probably two episodes from now, I'll give you a heads up before I go away, and then I'll be silent for about two, two and a half weeks. 
So in the meantime, just trying to, you know, push hard so that we're, I leave well, we're kind of on the upward swing. Uh, started basketball last week. I got to say, as somebody who pl I've played competitive sports my whole life, and then during COVID, it just all fell off the map, right? All the men's leagues I was in, all that kind of stuff stopped. And then even after like two, three years and COVID dipping down, I still kind of didn't get back into it really. You know what I mean? And then finally, last spring, somebody asked me if I wanted to join their basketball team. And I was like, you know what? I got to get back into it. You know, there's something about just getting out there on the court or the field or the whatever, you you know, the pool, the track, whatever you like doing. You know what I mean? And I've been staying in shape. I've been running. I've been working out. You know, don't get me wrong. I've been staying in decent shape. But there's something about getting out onto that sports field or that arena or whatever you want to call it and going up against some other people and teaming up and pushing yourself and jumping around and running and, you know, get the competitive juices flowing in that athletic sense. So that was really good uh, every Monday night now for the next, uh, I don't know, five, six months. I don't know how long the season is, but uh, I find I love basketball. I find it's a great sport. It's a great workout and uh, you get a good schwitz jumping, you know, throwing, pushing, passing. It's a great all-around workout. You get a great sweat. And um, I feel like it's good mentally. You know what I mean? It just, it's, it's good on the psyche. So anyways, that's been really good. In terms of books, I'm, I'm about halfway through this book called... Um, ah, frig, I forget what the book's called. It's basically about the Great Depression and who caused it. Like the, the bankers that caused the Great Depression back in like 1929. And I'm about halfway through. I started reading it a couple weeks ago, but it's a dense read. I'm enjoying it so far, but it's like big pages. The book isn't that many pages. I think it's like 350, 400 pages, but they're like dense pages, right? Like, you you know, it's there's a lot going on. It's a little bit more, you know, pretty historical, right? Like going through a lot of events and what happened with the First World War and blah, blah, blah. And, how the banking systems in Britain and France, or was it France? Britain, Germany, the US, you know, the, the major kind of powers that be at that point in time. Part of why it piqued my interest was because of what's happening right now, right? There's some crazy stuff going on now. Talks of recessions. Did we even, you know, we may have already had a recession. Um, weird housing bubble, potential bubble going on in Canada right now. So I was looking around in Indigo, which is a Canadian bookstore for those of you not in Canada, a couple weeks ago, and it just kind of grabbed my attention because in business, probably in general in life, but especially in business, I find it's, it's like you can benefit so much learning from history, right? Nothing that's really happening is all that new with the exception of certain types of technology, right? Like AI and stuff like that, but you could still go back in history and read about great technological advances and probably take lessons from that and apply it to AI, right? Sure, it's new technology, but we've been having new technology happen time and time again over the last hundred years. So, you know, how can we learn from history and apply it to today, right? Or what's happening today or what might be happening today? So that's kind of why I picked up the book. I forget what it's called, but if, if you're on my Substack, I'll mention it. I always mention what book I'm reading in the weekly Substack. So uh, make sure to check that out. I'll put a link to that in the description. That's pretty much it, honestly, for this week. It, it was a busy week, a lot of sales calls, had a really good webinar. Um, 
on AI in the Canadian immigration space. So I want to start doing a little, you know, a few more of those. Had a bunch of demos, Had a bu have a bunch of demos booked for this week. Going to continue getting our uh, new sales guy ramped up and ready to go. Continuing to build new features over at Visto that I'm kind of excited about because we have some big ones coming in. Going to keep posting on social media. I've gotten into a really good groove posting on LinkedIn, posting on TikTok, you know, splicing these weekly um, podcasts and videos up and throwing them on TikTok and YouTube. I think that might be the best opportunity right now for like growing, using good quality video content and posting consistently is doing a longer form video like what I'm doing right now and then taking it and splicing it up into shorter forms that you can use for TikTok and shorts and stuff like that. I've just found that if you, it's doable and I've done it before at certain times, but the phase I'm at right now, instead of recording like one or two shorts every day, I'd rather sit down one day, record a 10, 15 minute video and cut it up into, you know, 10, 15 different shorts and just schedule them out over the week, right? Instead of like posting every day, which is basically batching, right? So anyways, I'm liking the batching for the uh, video content right now. So anywho, hopefully uh, you find this stuff helpful. I'm going to keep posting every Sunday, so keep an eye out for it. Number one on the podcast, if you are listening to this by audio, make sure you're subscribed. If you can like or review or whatever the heck your podcast platform lets you do, it really helps. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. If you can thumbs up, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure to hit that notification bell so you get my video, my vlog every week. I promise next week the lighting will be better. It'll be a brighter out. At, you know, Normally I record these in the morning. Anyways, thanks again for tuning in. Hope you have a great week. Make sure you're subscribed to the Substack. I'll put the link in the description below. If you have any feedback, questions, any topics that you'd want me to you know, dive into on the next episode, I'm always open to suggestions as well. So anyways, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Have a great week, and I'll see you in the next video.